Ladies and gentlemen, this is live from the 815 podcast presented by Backup Quarterback. Welcome one, welcome all. It is Tuesday, June 13th. I am your co-host, Colton St. Vincent. And your other co-host, Jake LaRue. And the NBA Finals are finally over. The key word there is finally. (laughs) Yeah. As the Golden State Warriors win their second uh, NBA title in three years. God, this series sucked. Yeah, it was awful. Boring from start to finish. The play- whole playoffs were boring. The Cav- or the Warriors only lost one game. The Cavaliers only lost one until the finals. No, so, no, the Cavs didn't lose un- um, until they lost uh, game one. Oh, well, they. so there's absolutely See, zero you know parity. Who the fuck cares? Like, who really who who cares, cares how many games the they lost? Um, game, five was actually the, game five was the first game that I watched of the whole series. I watched the whole whole game it was a big waste of time it was really yeah, bad i, I don't um, watch much nba basketball except for the bucks because the bucks play exciting stuff but God. when 129 points 129 to 120 that that's not a normal b- basketball score but it seems to have been normal in these nba finals yeah i'm um, didn't the Cavs just score like a like 295 points in game four <laughs> um I, the Warriors scored in the four games 113, 132, 118, 116, 129. God damn. That is crazy. And the Cavs were over 113 every game except for game one. That's so. Because, like, looking back at the, at the numbers for this series, it's going to look like everyone played well because everyone's stats are just, like, off the charts. Yeah, and that just can't be. Maybe they all did just play. Maybe KD and Steph just were just so good that LeBron and Kyrie couldn't keep up. KD and Steph were off the fucking chain tonight. Um, KD thirty nine seven and five. Steph thirty four six and ten. And then Andre Iguodala came off the bench for twenty. He was really cool to watch. He had like f- like three or four dunks where it was like an actual like windmill. Brought it like twenty five feet behind his head. And then just like almost broke the rim, broke the backboard shack style. And I got old school. Yeah, I got pumped. And then he just like when he landed, his face didn't change at all. He wasn't pumped. He was just like, oh, like one more day, one more dunk, whatever. Let's move on. Yeah, we're just about to win the NBA finals. If I came even close to dunking like that, I would literally shit on the court and I would have to go (laughs) change my pants. Would you say he looked anywhere near as bored as you looked watching him do that? <laughs> I almost, I, it was super close. Like, the, the, it, I'd say it was one, one A, one B on the winners for who was the most bored: Inguodala yeah, making a windmill dunk in the NBA Finals, or me sitting on my couch watching a game that I did not want to watch. And both of you seemed bored. Um, LeBron looked like he could not be stopped pretty much all night. Scored 41, 13, and 8. Um, but me being a LeBron hater, I loved watching him lose. Uh, this is yeah. his fifth finals loss. Three three and five in the finals, which is a great stat in my life. I absolutely appreciate that. 
Yeah, but it does show he's been to the finals eight times in his career in seven straight years. And I don't know that anybody in the East is stopping him next year or even the year after. He could he could go to ten straight finals. If he goes to twenty five straight finals but only comes <laughs> away with like three rings, that would be better than him just like never going to the finals ever again. I would love that so much. He keeps going, just keeps going to the finals and keeps <laughs> he, just, he just keeps going to like new teams and like goes to LA and then goes to what's another I, I can't even think goes to Milwaukee goes to the Nuggets <laughs> then the Milwaukee Bucks I'm just trying to think of like really luxurious uh, basketball teams goes, goes to Memphis Grizzlies oh yeah we're naming all the all the big guns right now this is <laughs> yeah. this is definitely it I saw yeah, a thing I mean, where um uh Dwayne Wade said that when LeBron made his first decision that they were like 85 percent one night they said, hey, let's sleep on it. But, like, as of right now, we're going to Chicago. Imagine if that happened. I would be yeah, the biggest flip-flopper know, of all time. I'd be, the, I'd be such a LeBron fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, everyone would be. And that's why I think a lot of people around here hate LeBron is because when that happened, when really, I don't, I don't know if I believe Dwayne. What I heard what happened back before he joined the Bulls and before he started, you know, needed everyone in Chicago to like him. It was believed that he swindled the Bulls that offseason, pretending like he was going to go sign there and LeBron so they couldn't really focus and they couldn't just sign LeBron and other pieces. They were focused on Dwayne and LeBron. And then Dwayne pulled out. Bulls had no pieces to go at LeBron with because they didn't have Dwayne. And Dwayne swindled everybody and got LeBron to Miami. Well, the Bulls got Carlos Boozer, so who's the real winner? (laughs) Carlos Boozer, Pau Gasol, you guys just kept loading up on veterans. A lot of, lot of sassy veterans. Yeah, um, and definitely nothing like the White Sox franchise. Definitely not the same owner pulling the same strings there. To Jay Reinsdorf. God damn. Yeah, just, pulling the, just trying to make the playoffs every year to make a buck. Yeah, he wants, he wants a wild card or an, or an eight seed every year. Yeah, he wants that one game base MLB play-in game. All that sweet, sweet revenue. <laughs> That's, yeah, because the, uh, the Sox lucrative TV deals off the charts. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves Sox games. Sox versus, like, Toronto, and Toronto just beats it. So that's, that's the most exciting game in sports. I don't know why a baseball game, a one-game baseball game, because it, it's just so random. Yeah, it's you know, crazy. One like, football game can is, Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, um, was, so we're done about the NBA. We're done talking about the NBA. Thank God. Hopefully for a very long time until LeBron signs in Milwaukee, and when he does, you credit um, live from eight one five because yeah. you heard it here first, and probably you are only going to he- hear it here ever. Yes, because LeBron, KD, and um, Steph and Iguodala are all going to Milwaukee, leaving Clay Thompson as the only le- reigning <laughs> warrior. <laughs> What a twist of events for Clay. That would suck. <laughs> After scoring like, I don't know, twelve points tonight or something. Yeah, I he he came out really hot in the second half. He made like two quick threes, and I was like, oh shit, Clay's going for like forty-five in the third quarter. And then that was pretty much it. That was that was the last time I saw him. Yeah, he only scored eleven points. So. Yeah. Um, but we're done with the NBA Finals. Funny story. When we were talking about this show, I was like. Well, we better wait till the end of, you know, the big TV draw tonight. That MLB draft 
completely forgetting that the NBA Finals <laughs> <are> on tonight. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Jake shoots me a text and he's like, "Yeah, we should, we should probably wait till till tonight to record." Um, because as you are listening to this, we recorded one night previous, and he was like, he said, "Yeah, we should probably wait until uh, tonight to record." And I was like, "Yeah, that's probably." a pretty good point because in my head game five was tonight and he's like yeah i can't wait to watch the mlb draft <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't even think about turning the game on tonight i had way too much research to do on these draft picks because i'm a nerd you had so much <laughs> more fun than i did tonight so don't worry <laughs> yes <laughs> the MLB draft was a good time um we can start at the top i'm just going to start not just cubs and socks the first three draft picks were out of high school which is rare and God. Kids are just developing so young nowadays, and I can't judge any of these players because I can't judge a high schooler because it's uh, shocking they didn't go to California to watch high school baseball. But the first college player I can talk about, and that's Brendan McKay out of Louisville, the first baseman slash right-handed pitcher went, who went to the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, there's reports Jeff Passan tweeted um, that Brendan McKay expects to play first base and pitch in the Tampa Bay's minor league system. That may sound ridiculous because nobody's ever done that in Major League Baseball, but this would be the guy to do it because he was drafted for his bat after batting 343 this year with a 464 on base, 657 slugging, and 17 home runs. But he also led the team as their ace going 10 and 3 with a 2-3-4 ERA in 104 innings pitched with 140 strikeouts. Was Louisville good this year? Was he like Yes, some... they were in the I don't know if they're still in the College World Series cuz it is still going on right now. It just went down to the Super Regionals. There's just so finished many regionals up. and Super Regionals and mid, mid yeah, Super Regionals. It's so hard to keep track, but I'm not sure if they're in or not. He could still be playing because that's what happened to the White Sox players last year they drafted, which is always fun. But, yeah, this guy is going to be pitching and hitting for a major league team. But not at the same time, just to clear that up. Not No, he will not be pitching to himself and literally hitting those pitches. He, just he could sure. be pitching and hitting in the same game. Okay. All right. I've, I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah, I just I just wrote that down. <laughs> yeah, pitching, not <laughs> pitching to himself. Pitching question mark, same time, question mark? <laughs> Lots of questions around this guy. No, but <laughs> yeah. that's, that's really exciting because, you know, that's never happened before, and he's very adamant about wanting to hit and pitch. Most a lot of teams want him as a pitcher, and he's he would tell them, no, I got to hit. And then some teams want him as a hitter. And they, but then you're ignoring one of the best pitchers in the league. So, but he went number four overall to the Rays. The Rays. And then the White Sox didn't come around to the 11th pick because we weren't in full tank mode last year, clearly. And we got third baseman Jake Berger out of Missouri State University. And that is a beautiful baseball name right there. That is, that is a gorgeous Chicago name, too. Yeah, Jake Berger. And he's a power hitter, third baseman. Uh, he's got an awkward-looking swing from what I've seen. People compared him to Todd Frazier and Hunter Pence, which just tells me that he's got one ugly swing. Yeah. Anything that's <laughs> compared to Hunter Pence is the grossest thing in baseball. Yeah, but he hit a lot of dingers, so that's cool. A little side story about 
Hunter Pence. Um, I played baseball with Jake here. Uh, my freshman, mm-hmm. no, not freshman year, just sophomore year. Just and sophomore. our baseball coach would call me the talentless Hunter Pence, which really <laughs> hurts a fifteen-year-old's ego <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah, so, that that was a brutal, but also, you know, awkwardly accurate, correct. Super accurate. Yes. I, w- I always wore my awesome. socks up, and I don't really bend my elbow when I throw, and I, re- I, l- I led the league in bunting that year, so. <laughs> yeah, you had, in everything you did, you made look really difficult, but you got it done <laughs> a lot of the times. It's so much harder than. Except in your first inning ever, but we won't, we don't need to get into that. God. Well, I, I also <laughs> had the Bad News Bears in the field behind me, including yeah. you at first. <laughs> yeah, we, we had fun that year, though. But back to uh, the Major League Baseball players. Uh, White Sox took Jake Berger at 11th, third baseman. Then the Cubs didn't take draft until 27th, but they also had the 30th overall pick as compensation for Dexter Fowler. They went with two pitchers. <laughs> you know, that's they needed compensation because that loss is hurting them this God, year. I miss him so much. Yeah, you guys are in real need of a true leadoff hitter. Yeah, we have nobody... Uh, who gets on base and Schwarber hits 120 and <laughs> and you guys lose to the Mets. It's just, but, um, just continue. Yeah, you guys got two college pitchers. Um, Brendan Little, a left-handed pitcher out of State College of Florida. The classic powerhouse <laughs> right there. <laughs> State College of Florida. I feel like you're using too many words there. And then Alex Lang out of LSU. I read, a, I read a little on Alex Lang. Um he his freshman year he was dominant. He it was like twelve and zero with like a one seven four ERA and then like one hundred forty Ks in one hundred and twelve innings. But then he only had a, his like a power curve and a fastball. And then after his freshman year, everyone figured out that like you're not going to get a hit off his curve. So if he's going to throw it, just make him throw it for a strike. And ever since then, he's been kind of struggling. So that kind of uh. sucks that we're, we only got two pitches out of this guy. Yeah, and I also, my dad was talking about uh, Lange is actually, he's hitting 86 to 89, but they were saying because they used the crap out of him this year, so at the end of it, he said he was watching him the other day, and he was averaging 86 to 89 on the fastball, which God is not damn. good, but you, he's probably... Jamie Moyer. He's probably just beat from, the, like, the longest season, because college seasons are brutal, but... I did know, see he, that. He'll probably be in the 90s. I did see that their pitcher. first pick um, averages anywhere from like 94 to 97, so that's that's pretty nice. Yeah, they both look pretty good. I mean, uh, some people say Lang is uh, ready to be a – or no, Little, your first pick. Little is ready to be an MLB bullpen arm right now. So that's exciting. I and then the uh, quickly, the second round for the Cubs and Sox. The Sox took a – even bigger slugger in Gavin Sheets, a first baseman who is 6'5", 235. That's a big boy. That is a big boy looking for Aaron Judge, but not as athletic as Aaron Judge because he's can only play first base, and they're very strict about him being a DH stress first baseman and not allowing him anywhere near <laughs> hey, any position that hey, requires. Coach, can I go play short? No, no, seriously. Like you're just gonna stay over here. That's like that's can like I, all we can need. Can you hide me in left field? No, no, no we cannot. <laughs> no, that's a good question. No. But no, the answer is a hard no. And then um, 
the Cubs second round pick was a right-handed pitcher from Loyola Marymount University. Hell yeah. Corey Abbott. <laughs> Corey Abbott. Yeah. And when I was looking him up, all I could find was that he threw well, I could find everything. But what I first saw was that he threw a perfect game versus BYU. But when they mentioned him, they said you'd probably never heard of this guy because he went to a tiny college and he has a four three ERA. So that's maybe really, the Cubs saw good, something. Right? Yeah. I, I'm in no position to ever doubt Theo's drafting though. So Yeah, I know. I'm I'm sure those three actually I don't know that he's ever drafted a good pitcher. So um, he's definitely trying this year with the first three picks being pitchers. Did he, I, did he draft Lester? I think he did. Lester? John. Did he? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Over in Boston? Yeah, I'm uh, not sure. That was an accent, by the way, everyone. I'm not from Boston. I just have a really good Boston accent. <laughs> Boston. Nailed That's, it. I'm, I'm also not from Boston. We Yeah, not I just watch a lot, of, a lot of Matt Damon and uh, Mark Wahlberg movies. <laughs> a lot of Mark Wahlberg. Shout out to Mark Wahlberg, friend of the program. Yes. He he calls us in, tries to get inter, you know, tries to get a spot on here like every week. We have to say no, Mark. This Mark, is like a sports please, podcast. Yeah, this is this is getting pathetic. Like, please stop calling us. Like, what do you even know about sports, Mark Wahlberg? Nothing. Fuck Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I love Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, I love Again, Mark that Wahlberg. was that was my accent. That wasn't actually Mark Wahlberg calling in. <laughs> Because he would if he if he, if we'd let him. Yeah, but Mark, um, I know, I know you're listening. Maybe next time, man. Yeah, maybe br- if you bring the Funky Punch. Ooh. Yeah, that that's not that's not a bad uh, theme song idea. Oh, since he's such a friend, we could use him as a, in our songs. But that's all I had on the MLB draft. I mean, because we don't want to speculate too much. Because we won't see any of these players for two, probably, maybe three years. Yeah, there's always, like, all those drafts for, like, the top 30 picks. There's only, like, two All-Stars, maybe. Yeah, and um, they could go 25th, like Mike Trout went, where the White Sox took a center fielder, I want to say five picks ahead, who then proceeded to do a backflip on MLB Network live TV. This is, like, the first live draft, and I was so excited. His name was Jared Mitchell. He's from LSU. You can look him up. He's terrible. He never got anywhere <laughs> close to the league. But, man, his backflip is so cool. Yeah, and then, like, four picks later, Mike Trout, high schooler, goes to the Angels. Probably the greatest player we'll ever see in our lives. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. He has a, yeah, he has a weak-ass bitch thumb, though. <laughs> yeah. Where's his World Series ring? Yeah, how about that? <laughs> how about that, little pussy? Yeah, this the thing nobody cares about for baseball players. Um, so the only other uh, baseball note that I had, speaking of Aaron Judge from earlier, his monster shot. That, um, it was yesterday, I believe, or yeah. now that now that you're listening to this and it's Tuesday, it was on Sunday. Four hundred ninety-six feet. That is a monster shot. Absolutely ridiculous. And then he's I, I he's think an unfair size. To be playing baseball. I think in the same game, he had the farthest stat cast home run and then the fastest stat cast home run. Like one of his, <laughs> one of his home runs came off at like 130 miles an hour or, or something like that. That is, Jeez. that makes all the baseball nerds cream in their pants. Yeah, that is, that's, that's very fast for those of you who don't know. Um, anything over 100 is, is really fast. Imagine catching 100 and 
like 130 mile an hour baseball as a fan. That's deadly. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that. There's no way I'm trying to catch that home run. No, Aaron Judge is too strong to be playing baseball. And if we were in Little League, they would move the pitchers back. <laughs> no, he would. There's no way he would be allowed to play. Like he would have. He would have to bring his uh, birth birth certificate to every single game. Yeah, remember that one guy in the Little League World Series who had the mustache? <laughs> yeah, that's must- Aaron Judge. He, had, <laughs> he yeah. actually renamed himself. Yeah, that guy had a mustache and like three kids and a wife of, of like 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> he would drive to all the games. But um, so now that the NBA finals are over, um, I guess we can look back at the finishing of the NHL Stanley Cup. Sidney uh, Crosby and the Penguins went on to win their third cup. And it's third cup in like eight or nine years, I think, which does that make them officially a dynasty? Do I think? don't know if it's a dynasty. It's a because those are all Sidney Crosby seasons. So I think you you don't point to the Penguins when you see those three championships. You point to Sidney Crosby. They have, you know? They have the same. Like when people remember it. They have the same, like, second player in uh, Malkin. Um, Marc-Andre Fleury yeah. is, is still there uh, goaltending. So they have a decent amount of the core. So I, I guess I would call it a dynasty. Yeah, but- they're also fighting with the Blackhawks for all these wins. So can you have two dynasties at the same time? Yeah, you had the Lakers and the Celtics in the. Oh uh, yeah. Back and forth, yeah. For like. But it's weird. The Penguins and uh, Blackhawks don't really go back and forth. They just win every. They just like alternate. They take turns. Yeah. They take turns. Super nice. Well, <laughs> Super that's because <laughs> there's a um, there's a, a, t- a ton of Canadians that play hockey and they're just really polite up there. Super duper. Hey, <laughs> I, hey buddy. I want to move to Canada. Hey, Thinking buddy. About it. We won last year. You want to go this year? Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. Thank we'll you. give you next year, though. Don't worry. We're going to give it our, our darndest. That's for sure. <laughs> God. Again, oh, yeah, there. again, we are not from Canada. Those are accents. No, we're still from the 815 yeah. as the title. We'll yeah. speak to. It's just accents, everyone. Relax. Um, <laughs> did you watch game six of the, of the final? Um, of, I watched in. Till they went up to nothing, and then I just, you know, and oh. then I watched the celebration. Yes, <laughs> so you watched the end. <laughs> always great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you see the the goal that was uh, disallowed for for Nashville? Oh, in the beginning, yes, I watched Dude, the highlights. That, that so. pissed me off. That was such a blown call. Yeah, so, and that's just such a game changer too. Yeah, because that's that's all the momentum that that crowd would have been like absolutely buzzing. Um, so for those of you that, that don't. Uh, watch hockey or didn't see what happened there was a shot that went through um pittsburgh's goalie's legs and it was in the crease right in, right in front of a wide open net and then colton sissons my guy shout out to him for the predators poked it in but right when the puck went through the goalie's legs the ref lost it and blew the whistle and called the play dead and there's a rule that you can look back at the uh at the tape and see if if the if the play continued, if there was like a, a steady con- a continuation of play, you can still call it a goal. But they didn't even like look back at the at the replay. Which is that's absolutely ridiculous. When you when you have replay, there's absolutely no reason not to use it in every possible situation. God, yeah, so that that pisses me off. But I will easily get over this very quickly. I'm actually kind of over it already. So, um, so yeah, I'm fine. Don't 
Don't you fret. I got to see yeah. LeBron lose, so I'm fine. Yeah, as long as one of the finals is goes to your, goes your way. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's all I got. I mean, I don't have much more to say about the NHL. Good for Sidney Crosby. He's well, I guess Sidney Crosby. That's really impressive. Three championships, and he was the young stud who came in and immediately lived up to the hype. Yeah, and he's, he's the real deal. Top five player got, of all time. He also stuck with it though, because him and Alexander Ovechkin used to battle for who's the best player in the NHL, and now it's you don't even hear about Ovechkin. Yeah, Ovechkin is just known for being a an absolute choker. This year, I think yeah. he only had one goal in in his two rounds of of the playoffs. <laughs> That's terrible. That's sad because I was, you know, that would have been a cool rivalry. Well, but it, it is kind of a rivalry because the Penguins are the ones that, that always knock um, the Capitals out every year. It's just a one sided rivalry. Yeah. So <laughs> un- until Washington wins a round, it's it's a pretty dominant uh, rivalry. I guess you can call it a rivalry, but pretty dominant series. We'll just call it a series right now. We won't won't stamp the old rivalry stamp on it yet. Yeah, that's like calling you know, like Tom Brady's rival is the Dolphins. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, beating them twice a year is really really a tough rivalry. Man, but the Dolphins play them tough every time. That's that's what my dad says. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone plays the Patriots tough every time, but they always that, just win. For those of you that, that don't know, my dad is a Dolphins fan, and his sports takes are the best. So, I will. Yeah, we need to get him in here sometime. Yeah, I will and definitely. In here, I mean, we're in different places, so oh, on here. Oh, oh, we're good. Don't worry. We, I'll, <laughs> I'll definitely sprinkle in some, some Dave quotes here and there. Um, maybe even we can get a smaller uh, interview with him because he will crack you up. He's got some hot takes. Oh yeah, I'm sure every every take he has is nothing but the hottest. <laughs> One time, he flat out told me, and like normally he he kind of chuckles when he says ridiculous stuff. But one time he said he looked at me and he told me, if I had two bullets and a gun, and I was in a room with Adolf Hitler, Saddam Hussein, and Tom Brady, I would shoot Tom Brady in his in uh, both of his knees so I can watch him bleed. I was like, holy shit, this guy raised me. This guy is a serial killer. Well, yeah, and he, but, you know, Tom Brady's been raping him for how many years? That's, it's got to be brutal being a Dolphins fan. It does have to suck. Uh, They got Adam Gase, though. They got the Bears. I love Adam Gase. That was, that was questionable. That was the wrong move. (laughs) Which is great, because we always make wrong moves. What was that? He made the playoffs with the Dolphins. I know. That's a good coach. I know, and and Tannehill was actually like like turning it around. He was he was like actually looking good. Yeah, well, that's what everyone says every year. Oh, he's breaking out. He's not. Well, he just was average. he was playing well because it, it was it was a a year that was very similar to to Cutler's year when Gase mm-hmm. was was with the Bears. It, like a lot less turnovers, a lot higher completion percentage, just like better better overall decisions. Yeah, but then going into this next year, everyone's like, yeah, that was the first step, and now he becomes elite. And this is like the fifth straight year people have we'll been hope. like, he's, I guess, he's I mean, going to be elite. You can I, see it, but he's not elite. He can't, well, uh, Tannehill is nowhere close to elite. No, and probably won't ever be. He's Yeah, he's not even second tier right now, but I, I mean, I guess, like, hopefully they can they can build around him. I like the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins. I like, I love Jarvis Landry. They have... They have some exciting pieces. So, um, um, 
and a couple of weight weigh-ins stories. We got Eddie Lacy who passed his weigh-in, uh, just being a shade under two hundred and fifty pounds oh gets God. paid fifty-five thousand dollars. And this is his second one, right? Yes. So he's now made one hundred and ten thousand dollars. Jesus. Do you know what like all this like the supplements and stuff that you can get as an athlete? How easy that has to be? Yeah, you can just take some detoxes and you know piss and shit out 40 pounds and just be dehydrated going into it and then go eat all his all the china food he wants to eat <laughs> eat $55,000 worth of china food <laughs> china food those and another one actually <laughs> those are amazing if you haven't seen Eddie Lacy has tweeted the words china food about 50 times in his twitter career God, there was crazy. actually another way in today Dantari Poe had to be under 350 pounds. Oh my, is that, is, is that real? Yeah, oh, 340 pounds or less. Oh. And you know how much he earned? $125,000. Holy shit. Yeah, he just signed with, with the Falcons. He was a former chief, and he's that nose tackle slash running back slash him throw a touchdown last year, which was amazing. Yeah, I, I actually... I like Poe a lot. Yeah, he's exciting. He, I remember him coming out of the, the draft. He was like incredibly athletic. He sort of disappointed last year with Kansas City, which is why he's on Atlanta now. So Dude, hopefully Al- he gets it together. Atlanta's defense I like is dangerous. They're good. Yeah. You want a hot take? And I would, I would bet money. The Falcons don't make the playoffs next year. <laughs> And I, I know that. Oh, that's dumb. That's a hot take. Well, no. but yeah, because the team that lost the Super Bowl has never not made the playoffs next year. Oh wait, the Carolina Panthers did that does, <laughs> last year. Doesn't that happen like like all the time? Actually, yeah, it the happens Seahawks all were, like, the, the first, time. First team in a very long time to to not do that. Yeah, and you know what? You know who's gonna take their playoff spot is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dude, I love the Buccaneers. I love yeah. Jameis. Give me all Jameis all day. They look really good. Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, they got Deshaun Jackson. They drafted O.J. Howard, a giant beast of a tight end. Dude, yes. Give me they more, also got a uh, receiver um, out of Penn State. And they just, they're just they just loaded on offense. Jameis is going to have to be feasting this year. That's awesome. <laughs> but I do think I can see both the Bucks and the Falcons making it. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to stick to my guns right now. Falcons are going to make it because their defense is nuts. Yeah, I like the sp- I love the speed of Atlanta's defense. I'm worried their offense is, isn't what it is was last year because of the loss of Kyle Shanahan. True. Their offensive coordinator to the 49ers. I mean, I think as long as you have Julio, your passing game is pretty solid. Yeah, that that's true. That I play because he does just throw it up to him a lot. Wasn't it last year where um, Julio? caught a pass like in the, in the middle of the field and then just like treated the Packers like they were like middle school kids. Yes. Oh that, yeah, he he like ran around everybody and like was like stiff arming and like kicking everyone in the chest. It was awesome. Yeah, he showed he showed that he was stronger and faster than everyone <laughs> on the field. And I'm, I'm sure he was having a great time doing it, so he's actually just having more fun too. Just an yeah. overall swell guy. 
So, but Atlanta's uh, division is tough because they also have New Orleans, who is always randomly could be good with Drew Brees, and Carolina, who could have had a down year last year, could just have had a, a ridiculously good year the year before. Who knows? Speaking so that's of, a really tough division. Speaking of New Orleans, shout out to uh, Dan Arnold. We went to high school with him, and he just sent a contract with the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, he was he was a skinny kid nerdy kid who yeah he he would run like cross country and was in shape but he was he, he, he played was not some that football. good at football he was not very good at football and now he apparently he's six six and an absolute beast so yeah good good for him good for him that That's is awesome. amazing so a15's finest right there he joins yeah. uh dean the dream lowry <laughs> in the nfl we also have uh, a little Fred Van Fleet in the NBA and Jake Smolinski in the MLB. So we just need a hockey player, and we've covered all the bases. Um, We're the Rockford Icemen, aren't we? Isn't that our best sport? <laughs> I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. where are you, Icemen? <laughs> yeah, get in the NHL, lazy asses. I'm looking at you, Adam Goldfalls, you little bitch. <laughs> yeah, what has he been doing with his life not being in the NHL? Yeah, how do you feel now, little bitch boy? All right. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the note we should end this on? Um, yeah. I mean, you got you got anything else? Um, no. I mean, this has been a pretty boring week in sports because the finals were terrible and the MLB draft was the most exciting thing. <laughs> yeah, the draft was definitely the peak of both of our lives, and it was the peak of my life just to hear how much fun you had watching it. Oh, I mean, yeah, I got some great breakdowns from MLB Network. I was really disappointed they didn't keep the broadcast going through the second round. I had to watch that all online. Is um, Does Harold Reynolds do that, do the draft? <laughs> yes, he's one of them. Dude, I love Harold Reynolds. Uh, he is such an idiot. <laughs> I love him. He's awesome. Because <laughs> he, he's so old school, and he denies any favor. He's like, he goes on rants like, oh, yeah. Well, so I'm just supposed to look at BABIP and exit velocity and uh, just judge a guy off of that? I'm supposed to look at a guy's OPS and think that matters more than his batting average and RBIs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> RBIs That's are people's so... people's actual jobs. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, these stats aren't just made up from wonky, fake numbers. People came up with formulas, and he, he does not believe in war at all. So he's the kind of guy who doesn't pick Mike Trout to win MVP ever. Because Mike Trout, yeah, yeah. He, so what if his war was five over anyone else's in the league? Uh, he he didn't win enough games, and uh, this guy hit 40 home runs and over 300. So that's an MVP. Well, I would still no. get a beer with him. He's he, he seems like a really cool guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would definitely get a beer. You know who is I saw in the broadcast i want to get a beer with is dallas braden dude i fucking hate dallas the, wait he, wor he works for athletic. he works for um mlb network now no he he got fired from espn he was working for the a's he was there god um he was the person at the desk like every team had a person like a rep? you know who the brewers had was Corey hart oh <laughs> that's a big one former bobblehead you know model Corey Hart, dude, I'll I'll get a beer with Corey Hart every day over Dallas Braden. I hate Dallas Braden. <laughs> his hair is amazing. His voice is awful. His hair sucks. It's literally like uh, he's bald and then he has pubic hair on the back of his head. 
how could he possibly have that bad of hair and not be choking? <laughs> <laughs> Dallas Braden, I hope you're listening to this. Because <laughs> you are terrible. I know he's not. He's told me. He doesn't listen. Yeah, we have all like those communications podcast. with all these famous people. <laughs> all about our podcast. But yeah, he just says he just refuses to listen to any podcast. It's against his beliefs. I, I can't tell if you're kidding because that's totally something that he would say. <laughs> that Dallas Braden would say? Yeah. Yeah, no, he didn't say that. God, he's all, one, of, <laughs> one of my least favorite. Threw a perfect game, though, so. On, on Was it Mother's Day or Father's Day? Uh, I think I Mother's care. Day. I don't who, care, to be honest. Who yeah, and the fact that I even re- remember that, because everybody's throwing a perfect game now. Like, the most random people throw perfect games in the majors. Yeah. And then you'll never see him again. Kind of like Scourge the other night going four dingers. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. Shot to Scooter. Good for you, man. Scooter. Fan of the show, Scooter Jeanette. Um, so, yeah, that's that's it for sports. You got any uh, non-sport topics? Uh, no. Maybe you watching anything on Netflix? Uh, no. I'm, I got a new roommate. Um, shout out to Catherine. We are gonna start rewatching. She she's never seen Friday Night Lights. Have you ever seen Friday Night Lights? Yes, it's a great dude. Show. I love Friday Night Lights. <laughs> um, I w- I'll probably get into that too now that you mentioned it. But I have a lot, so many things to watch. I wa- I gotta catch up on House of Cards. I still I gotta have, watch. I still have to catch up on, on House of Cards because, like I said, I get really confused and I, I can't watch too much at once. <laughs> it's just too yeah. real. <laughs> yeah, there's. Uh, I've always wanted to watch Orange Is the New Black and. Every time I want to do that, I just end up watching Friends again. Dude, Orange, Orange is <laughs> the New Black is pretty solid. I I haven't gotten started on the new the new season. There's there's the new season out, but what what you can do is if you don't want to waste time watching it, they have the recaps on Netflix <laughs> on like so what happened. Read it. No, no, it's a it's a it's like a movie trailer. It's like five oh. it's like five minutes, and it just shows everything that happened in the previous season. Oh, so I could just skip to the last season? That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I did sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might legitly do that, which is sad. Yeah, it's you. You feel like a piece of shit doing it, and I, I like I don't know why I feel that way, but like I feel like I'm I'm just cheating everyone that has well, watched it before me. Put a lot of work into that show, and you're just watching. <laughs> I'm watching the, the five minute cut version trailer. Yeah, but well, my girlfriend said there's a lot of lesbian sex scenes, and that's Ton. why she doesn't watch it. Ton. So. Are, are they in the recaps? Are there lesbian there's sex no, scenes in the no, recaps? No, there's no sex scenes in the recaps, but there is a, a lot. I mean, I didn't watch the recaps for the first, like, three seasons. And then I watched a little of the fourth season, and then I, like, forgot why I didn't watch it. And then I watched the recap on that. There was no sex in there. So there is murder. There's some murder in there. That's cool. It looks like they're in prison of some yeah. sort. You get to see um the main character, Piper, who's smoking hot. Have sex with mm-hmm. um, Donna from that '70s show. Interesting. That's nostalgic. <laughs> it sure <laughs> is. Um, I I saw uh, Baywatch the other day. Oh yeah, is it terrible? It's hilarious. Like terribly hilarious. No, though? it's funny. I like it. It's because <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 not like it's it's kind of like how Twenty One Jump Street was kind of like like making fun of the of the old show, Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. That's that's what Baywatch is doing, and it's hilarious. And people, yeah. I've seen a, I've seen a lot of backlash online, and people don't like it. And I think it's funny as hell. 
Yeah, I don't see the people don't. I haven't seen it, but I can. I get the gist of what it's like because I I love the Rock and I can just see what it's like basically. And people judge it against Twenty One Jump Street, but Twenty One Jump Street's source material was twenty times more realistic than Baywatch. <laughs> yeah. Baywatch was lifeguards arresting people. Yeah, well, like that's actually <laughs> like that's like that's like the big joke for the whole movie is that they constantly go into the police station and like report their findings and everyone's like yeah. you are not cops like you you are lifeguards <laughs> yeah that never came up in the tv show though they just would get, anybody they caught was arrested uh, and yeah, david Hasselhoff was throwing them in lifeguard prison <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm a huge fan of the movie the two uh, there's actually like three main characters that are girls oh my god unbelievable and then yeah. and then you have the rock who's jacked and then you've got zach efron who's jacked and then there's just like really fat nerdy guy <laughs> who's yeah. part of the team and he is like everything he says is like really dorky and like embarrassing and i would like laugh really hard <laughs> and the person that i was with would like look at me and then like eventually t- towards the end of the movie i'm like fuck this guy's me like i am <laughs> i am this awkward i'm laughing at him because i'm he's living my life yeah like like things that that he is saying and stuff that that's happening to him would happen to me so that's that also might be why i like the movie so much but it's a great movie. I'd give it um, one to ten. I'm gonna give it like a seven point seven. It's pretty solid. That, see, I don't like one to ten ratings. I'd like to just say like, oh, like give it like a general rating. Like, oh, I'd watch it if it's on. I'd buy it. You know, I'd put it on for Netflix on a date or something. You know, like more liberal rankings like that. Cause seven point seven. Well, yeah, but what do you rank like Shawshank Redemption? You know, well, that's, <laughs> then, like, well, that's a completely different. Thing. That's what I'm saying. Just the the numerical. Shawshank's value. a nine point eight, by the way. Uh, <laughs> perfect. But <laughs> I'm just saying that I like to. I'd rather because I don't want to say like, yeah, Grown Ups Two might be the worst movie I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. <laughs> it's literally awful. But I've seen Grown Ups Two, TV, but I've never seen Grown Ups One, so that's probably why I didn't like it so much. I was really lost. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, it was such a complicated plot. Yeah. No, it's really stupid, and Adam Sandler's totally lost his touch. But apparently, um, Sandy Wexler on Netflix is good. I thought it was really boring. It was sort of interesting, but it wasn't funny, and it was just like I don't know. All it was a very blah movie that I didn't care about, and I don't remember what happened. So that's <laughs> that's a, that'll tell you how. That's a hot review. Yeah, I mean, he was like an agent, and there was this really good uh, woman who could sing really well. She was cool. He, AKA he was a singer. Terrible. Yes, you could call her a singer. Uh, Adam Sandler was the worst character ever, and he was so unfunny. Like, the funny part about him was his voice. You know, he would go, and that was the jokes. Wow, just more accents coming from you. Yeah, that's my Adam Sandler impression, <laughs> actually. Wow. Impressions <laughs> and accents are literally second nature for us. Hey, Adam Sandler, get out of my room. Get it? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that, made me so, that made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> that's, that's the gist. That's the point of the show is just to make everyone listening uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm sweating. Oh, my God. Well... That was that's what that's a hell of a way to to finish up. Yeah, we had to get in all that Netflix and random life talk right before the end. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, 
I guess thanks for joining us. Um, I know for a fact that you will be back next time with that ending. <laughs> that was absolutely electric. Yeah, you gotta you gotta hook them early, and then in the end, you gotta leave them wanting more, <laughs> which we did to a T. That was textbook. That was so good. <laughs> textbook. Yeah, we're gonna write theses about this podcast. Man, yeah, you you got everything a fan would want. You got impressions. You got hot sports takes. You got us not caring about any of the topics that we talked about, except for the MLB <laughs> draft. <laughs> yeah, that was our most riveting topic. And we also had impressions and accents. Don't forget the accents. Mm, yes, the accents. We gave at least five countries worth of accents today. Oh where where else are you going to get sports, accents, and Netflix recommendations? Actually, not really any Netflix, just us talking about not watching Netflix well, shows. I recommend um, Baywatch. How about that? Yeah, well, you got to pay money to see that. You can find <laughs> it online, I'm sure. <laughs> we I w- don't condone that. You know what? I probably, I probably would buy if I can find Baywatch if it like out on DVD because I'm, I'm a DVD mm-hmm. guy. For like ten dollars mm-hmm. or less, I'm buying that for sure. You have to wait a little bit, but yeah, I, I want to see it. I'm, gonna, I was probably just gonna wait till it's on Netflix which, or HBO, which it'll be on soon, I assume. Um. So yeah. Well, thank you, everyone. Uh, that was. That was probably the best podcast you've ever heard, and there's only more where that came from. So, oh, yeah. Thanks for joining us on live from the 815. Uh, pretty cool, huh? <laughs> we'll see you next time. I got my first real six string.